0: Miracy.
1: An online group program is not a shiny object. It's a real thing with real humans and their hard-earned or saved money that they're entrusting with you for the transformational result that you're promising them.
0: Hello and welcome to Blowing Up the podcast that shows entrepreneurs like you, how other businesses exploded in the best possible way. I'm Linda Claire Puig, the founder and CEO of Six Figure Newsletters. And I'm here with my co-host Ari Eni, the head of strategy for the ACEs Business Acceleration Program at Mercy. Hey there, Linda. In each episode of Blowing Up, we showcase an entrepreneur whose business, yes, you guessed it, blew up. It experienced what seemed to be a sudden success, but... As we all know, that kind of success is not random or a fluke. The company employed a specific strategy that caused its rapid rise in revenue. So today we're gonna dive into that strategy so that you can learn from it and determine how you might apply elements of it to your business. In this episode, we go through a strategy used far and wide to remove the income caps that restrict the earnings potential for solopreneurs who do primarily one-on-one work with clients. that strategy, groups. Our guest is Estee Starr, an award-winning marketing strategy consultant. As the owner of both Strand Consulting and the Better Business School, Estee knows that transition from one-on-one to group in living color. Estee joined us for the interview from the wilds of Guatemala, a great demonstration of working from anywhere in the world. So welcome to Esty, and let's jump right into this conversation. I was booked out months in advance. I was turning
1: down five-figure deals. I was like, well, this seems silly. <laughs> like, I don't have anywhere to put this. All
0: right. This is stupid. This, yeah. This
1: is, yeah, this doesn't make any sense. People want to work with me, and I was so maxed. I was doing what I used to call swipe days. This is pre-Zoom. And if you have a little handy dandy smartphone, you're on it, you're like, yeah, amazing, fantastic. I'll speak to you next week. Swipe, hey, how are you? Yeah, okay, how's it been going? Great. And that's my day, you know, take little bio breaks, learn to chew without people hearing you, or just drink your food so that nobody notices. So I expanded my hours by taking on other people. But the explosion came when we started our online program division, which is what became the business school. Because suddenly all of the people who A, I didn't have time for and B, couldn't afford us at the prices we were charging at the time, had an option. From there, everything exploded and expanded. I was able to use those programs to train another strategist. Mm -hmm. I was able to scale it so that those strategists could then do one-on-one with the clients. And so we married the uh, online programs and online business school to the consultancy. They worked with the strategist. The strategist had access to me. And suddenly I was able to service 10 times more people with the same amount of time and energy of my own, which was incredible.
2: And I guess the math also worked out better as far as the amount of money earned per hour of work as well.
1: Absolutely. And for me, because my biggest driver is that everyone who wants this be able to get it, Mm -hmm. I felt much better about myself and my mission. It was really bothering me that people couldn't afford my help and wanted it.
0: So what changed for you? What changed in your business? What changed in your life? Well, the business exploded, right? So when you have that
1: level of inflow, now instead of taking in one client at a time, even at 10, 15K each, I'm taking in 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 clients at a time. A certain percentage of them were upgrading into what became our VIP program. So they're doing Mm -hmm. one-on-one consulting. And then a certain percentage of those are upgrading into our agency arm and we're following up doing their brandings. And so suddenly there's like a full flow happening. And so now I've got a full stack programmer. I had 22 people on the team by end of 2019. I think in the beginning I had nine, seven, nine, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? And so it was just like staff exploded, revenue, profit,
0: everything. You know, a lot of people, A lot of people that I come across in my world, they want to start a group that's somewhere in the back of their mind as a good thing Mm -hmm. because they get generally speaking
2: like what the benefits are.
0: It leverages your time and increases your income. Mm -hmm. But that's about it, right? It's just like, yeah, I want a group or I want a program. And that's where it stops.
1: And that's where it stops.
0: So, can you take us through what you know now as the transition from? one-on-one to group and how to go about it?
1: Absolutely. First of all, let's just point out that there's a transition, right? That there's a one-on-one before group. I have not seen it work where someone goes from zero to group. Why is that? I think it's because for me, at least my experience and the experience I've had with other of my clients and and students who've been successful with this, you refine your system one-on-one. Could you refine Mm. it in a group? You could, but let's be transparent then. You're taking on this group as a guinea pig group. They're a testing group, Mm -hmm. right? So Mm -hmm. if you take on a group saying, hey guys, I'm a brand new nutrition coach. And instead of taking you as one-on-one nutrition client, I'm going to take you as a group of clients. You can do that. You can do that and test it as a group.
0: With transparency.
1: With transparency. I personally think it's much harder. You're managing multiple situations and energies and people and how to Mm -hmm. run a group at the same time as you're trying to codify your expertise into a path that you can then prove the efficacy of. Mm -hmm. And so for me, by the time I launched my first group program, I'd been in business over seven years. I'd worked with hundreds of clients one-on-one. I was already doing the work that we turned into our group program as a packaged offer. And so what I did was I converted our most successful and most often requested packaged offer from the consultancy into a group program group. that was what people wanted the most and I think that was a huge element of my success the fact that I had almost like a wait list of clients who had been calling and reaching out and like I want to work with you and me being like it's 15k and then being like okay I can't do that when I came out with something that was 2k they were like I can do that
0: I also think that when you're working with one-on-one clients, before you start a group, you start to understand more deeply the pain points, the words that work, the ways that they describe things. Like You get all of that that you need to then go off and market to and sell groups.
1: Absolutely. And more than that, for me, I had hit a point that even with my private clients, I had pre-recorded some of the information because I was like, if I have to explain this one more time, I will lose <laughs> yeah,
0: Right, <laughs> I like couldn't say it anymore. A commonplace that yes. I'll yeah. reach. Like, yeah, i will just Like I have to say that. Yeah. When
1: you get there, I think that's when you start looking for how do you create an online program or an education-based program, right? Because what are we talking about? An online program is just the ability to do an education or information-based learning program with more flexibility and more scalability. Right? The fact that it's online just means you can reach more people. You have a bigger audience you can reach. There are downfalls also, right? We have an 85% graduation rate in our program. That's almost unheard of. That was a big deal yeah, to is. get to. Yeah. yeah, I did a lot. I took all my parenting and I used to teach high school. Like I took all of my skills in because when you're in person, it's very different to create group cohesion, accountability. Mm-hmm. Right, right. For me, the drive wasn't just how do I earn more money with less time? That was definitely present. The drive was also how do I make more people successful? with less of my time because I don't have enough. And uh, I think that's really important when you do something like this. It can't only be about you and you wanting to scale your time. It has to be about how you're going to serve better in this way as well. Some of my groups are still in touch with each other from three years ago. They still work together. They network. They service each other. That is so beautiful. I've had people say to me that they're more interested in the group program than the one-on-one. Because they want the support of the community. They want the accountability. They want to hear what others are doing and saying.
0: Yeah, that is delightful.
1: That makes it better for everyone. And for me, what I love with the structure that we've built is we have options for everybody. You need more one-on-one handholding. I got you. You want the community. I got you. You want all of it. I got you. You can have it all. And so I would tell someone who's interested in a group program, can you do this one-on-one? Can you sell it one-on-one?
2: When someone is in that one-on-one grind when should they be like, yes, I am ready to move on to starting to do group programs because it's part of my goals?
1: It depends very much on where you come in from. Right? Let's say like this. You just got your coaching certification last week. You're so excited to go out and be an intuitive eating coach. You haven't taken an intuitive eating coaching program. You've taken a coaching program and you're a big fan of intuitive eating and you just graduated. Now is probably not the time <laughs> to launch your right. group program. However, The difference between someone who works with one client a month for the next five years and someone who works 10 hours a day with 30 Mm. clients a month for the next three months, Mm -hmm. not the same. So I could not tell you that there's an exact time amount. I couldn't tell you that there's a clocked hour amount. There's a point where you know what it takes for you to take someone from point A to point B. When you know that, you know about how much it costs, you know the other market rates for that kind of transformation, you know your unique path and what you bring to the space different than maybe someone else does. And you know the trajectory and you can kind of show that this is the path, whether it takes one week, one month, three months, six months, one year. I don't know how long it takes, but you do because you've done it enough times and you also know where it goes wrong. Do you know who it's not for? Now group program is a no brainer. Now it's an easy transition, right? You can do it sooner and it's harder. But you want to know when it's an easy transition? Now it's an easy transition.
2: Okay, excellent. And then I'm guessing you also need to be reasonably confident that in a group, you will still be able to create that same transformation, whatever it is you're promising.
1: So I would say yes, and, and I probably still have a recording of my first webinar that launched our first group program. I said to them, listen, guys, I've been doing this one-on-one for, I don't know, seven, 10 years at that point, whatever it was. And I don't know how it's going to work in a group. So I'm giving you a full refund guarantee. I'm giving you a half price entry fee for being my guinea pigs, and we're going to give it a go and see. And that level of transparency really works.
2: The calculation needs to make sense as far as the dollars per hour. So how do you go about figuring that out?
1: I always teach people you start with your own base hourly rate, and your base hourly rate begins at the cost of your time. How much would I have to charge per hour to reach my income goal? That's my base hourly. You take that base hourly, you compare it to the market value of where you are in the market, what you're doing, what the competitors are doing, where you stack up against them. And now you know what you can charge. If your base hourly is way higher, like you're a newbie, you could do that, but it's going to take a lot of convincing, you know, and you better be really, really good out the door. Or you could say, you know what? I'm new at this. People who are really good are 500. People who are medium good are like 150 to two. I'm going to start out at 75 to 100. I want to get more experience and more practice. Now, if I do a group, you could have spent one-on-one with someone at $100 an hour and gotten $1,000. You might spend 50 trying to do this group program with four participants who you only charge $300 to. (laughs) You just (laughs) lost a lot of money. And so just play with numbers. They're real. Numbers are real. It's a thing. We didn't create math. We discovered it. Numbers are real.
0: So you've already talked about how people who are going to start groups should have already done a significant amount of one-on-one work. Is there anything else, any other identifier that would tell you who group programs is good for?
1: I know every single person who's in my program. And when I answer a question, I'm keeping all of them in mind. Now, if that's fun for you, this is going to be really fun for you. If that's not, if that sounds like a nightmare and overwhelm, this might not be your favorite (laughs) thing to do. You're holding the energy of a room, the energy of a classroom, a group, a class, a group, a cohort, whatever. That's if you have a live component. If all you're doing is recording information and just having people go through that information, okay, cool. So you're disseminating information. Transformation doesn't usually happen just from information consumption. Be clear about what you're doing. Be clear about what your goal is, what your promise is. What are you doing for people and what is the best way for you to do that? And if you want to do a group, then ask the question, how can I make this work in a group in the best way? How could a group be even better than my one-on-ones? And maybe you don't know that until you try. So, try. But those are the questions I would ask to be really successful with it.
2: So, let's say someone has the hours under their belt, they're ready to do it. They're starting to think through, okay, how do I codify this and put it into a system that I can teach in a group? From your experience working with clients on this, where do people get stuck the most as they're trying to make that transition?
1: They make it before they sell it. (laughs) Never make
2: it before you sell it.
1: (laughs) Never do that. I have seen people invest hours and thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars in beautifully edited material that nobody wants to buy. Sell it before you create it. Because why would you make it when no one wants to buy it? You don't know if people want to buy it until Mm. they actually buy it, until there's Uh money in your bank account that someone has handed you for this thing.
0: I think people don't quite understand that you do have to have a sense of what you're going to be teaching, right? Otherwise you can't write a sales page, but you don't have to create the whole course.
1: No, create the map, create the concept. And then do people want to buy it? And if not, it's really good. You didn't make it. Saved a lot of time. saved a lot of time, energy, and money. I've had people who they only found me on their third round. So they created two courses that didn't sell before they found me. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sell it first. See what people want to buy. You know, the first group program that I ever tried to launch, I just called it More Money, Less Headache, which was our tagline. And I thought that was a really good sales pitch. I'm going to show you how to earn more money with less headache. I'm going to do these five things. My timing was terrible. My pricing made no sense. I had no idea how to run a group program because I'd never been part of it. So even (laughs) though I was like, this should work, I didn't really have the confidence of how it would work. When our first really successful program was called Marketing Magic, I was like, okay, guys, listen, here's the deal. This is our private strategy contract that sells at 15K that we're backlogged on delivering. A bunch of you have reached out to me and said, I can't afford that. Can you make me a group? I'm making you a group. Do I know if it's going to work as a group? I can't promise, but I don't see why not. I've just done a group program. I'm modeling it and I'm committed to you to make this happen. And let's see, that's a
0: very different thing. Do you have any last message, I guess, that you want to convey about group programs and the opportunity that they afford? Sure.
1: Sure. I would say that when done properly and properly, I will define as, as a means to serve yourself and others at a higher capacity. I think they're incredible. And just my recommendation is that people really look into what it is and what they're trying to do and not just the shiny object syndrome of it. An online group program is not a shiny object. It's a real thing with real humans and their hard earned or saved money that they're entrusting with you. For the transformational result that you're promising them and just honor that honor that in every way that
0: you can so let's talk that was a great conversation on using groups to leverage your time and your energy your impact and your income i especially loved that deep dive into pricing because there are an awful lot of solopreneurs i'm afraid who don't factor into their prices all the elements that esti described A few important highlights of what Esty shared with us. First, she stressed getting experience working one-on-one before you attempt a group program. And you'll know you're ready to create and offer a group when, one, you find yourself recording things so that you don't have to repeat them over and over again with your one-on-one clients. Two, you know about how much it costs you to provide the kind of transformation that your people are asking for. And you have a sense of the range of fees being charged by others for the same transformation. Three, you know the unique qualities that you bring to the space. Four, you are able to articulate the trajectory, the arc that your clients take and over what period of time. And five, you know where clients get stuck. Thanks bunches to Esty for spending time with us and sharing her experience. Be sure to download Estee's gift to you, the three-day marketing challenge. In it, you will learn the process you'll need to go through before you do your logo and website in order to guarantee your success, as well as how to find the clients and customers who are willing and happy to pay any price for your services. So get access to it at blowingup.rocks forward slash SD. That's blowingup.rocks forward slash SD, E-S-T-I-E.
2: This episode of Blowing Up was produced by Linda Claire Puig. Cynthia Lam is our managing producer and Danny Eaney, our executive producer. Post-production by Post Office Sound. To make sure you catch all the really great episodes of Blowing Up, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, we'd love it if you could leave us a starred review or share the show with a friend. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.
0: am willing to admit what I don't know. I tend to hold my truths lightly. I try not to have, you know, very firm convictions because I recognize that when you move up an organization, your information is limited because you have a greater breadth of responsibility.
3: I'm Sharon Richmond. I'm an executive coach and consultant with more than 30 years' experience working with C-level executives. To Lead as Human is the podcast for you if you want to supercharge your leadership by bringing all of yourself into your role. Listen as our guests reveal their hard-won lessons and share their deep humanity.
0: I think the turning point for me was when I realized that I want people to tell me what they think, and they're afraid. They were honest to God, afraid to tell me things.
1: It's like, I checked all the damn boxes, but I am so alone and I'm so unhappy. I'm burning myself out. And when I started looking at like, you know, my fears going into the shadows, sharing it with others, the very thing that would be a nightmare for most people in the workplace is the very thing that led me to my dreams.
3: My guests know that the influence they have as top leaders comes with an equal measure of responsibility for all their stakeholders. They not only deliver great results for their customers and investors, they do so by building organizations that provide purpose, meaning, and a healthy work environment for their employees.
0: One of the hallmarks of good leadership is clarity. If there isn't clarity around the goals, that creates confusion, that that creates chaos. What's the end goal? What are we trying to achieve? and that makes people's jobs more purposeful and people are clearly enjoying that people who are making their own decisions they're significantly more motivated in doing what they're doing you know, i've really seen the
3: maturity and growth of those individuals and i think that we've now kind of really been able to create a lot of autonomy and give people a lot of freedom to do their best work so not rocket science nothing too crazy but uh you know that was definitely a journey I hope you'll join us every other week as we talk with these inspiring leaders and learn from the very human challenges and successes they've experienced on their own leadership journeys.
2: And you asked me questions that I was like, gosh, I'm not sure I know what my values are. So I know they're there, but I'm not sure that they're articulated. So thanks for asking me those questions. They were hard.